got me the other day with the uh, locomotion. <laughs> the locomotion. I'm glad I got yeah, you. I was like, that. man, dude, that was such a good time. They just made songs about doing a dance. And it wasn't even like a hard dance to do, you know? Anyone could do it. Anyone could do it. Just do the twist. You know? You just, such, such, do the locomotion. Yeah. That song, everybody that was listening, you did a little twist. Don't lie. <laughs> It's <laughs> a good song. Oh, it's a jam and a half, man. And uh it's a know, dance. A forgotten era. We uh were I mean the people now, man, they don't remember anything about what happened two years ago, let alone <laughs> what happened sixty years ago, seventy years ago, <laughs> what the music was like, what was trending. <laughs> we're goldfish, man. Who remembers the twist? Only Dude, the, the old twist, folks, man. Was that uh, DJ Khaled? Never oh, heard of him. Who, an, do, you in, who do you introduce? <laughs> With the best music. Here we go, Chubby. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we, we don't remember any of that stuff anymore. We uh, need less DJ Khaled, more twist. I, that's why I would love yeah. if... You know what we need for... Culturally, it'd be great if Will Smith could have a comeback post-slap where he makes a movie, a classic Will Smith 90s movie, and does a music video at the end. <laughs> and, yes. ha- and cuts a wow. new hit song that comes out with the movie. We need that as a culture. So I'm hoping we go there. You're talking like Wild Wild West style. Yeah, yeah. Men in Black, yeah. man, come on! Those are good times. We were happy no, dude, back we're then. We're in a weird, dude. <clears throat> we're in a weird. Did you see that new movie on Netflix, Gray Man? Uh, with Ryan Gosling, I did not see that yet. No, how was yeah, that's it? That's good. Yeah, it's okay. It's the same, you know. Do you know it's directed was... by the Russo brothers, who did the Avengers movies? Okay, I, mean, I don't, I don't care. It's okay. Excellent. It's like your, <laughs> it's a standard fucking. You know, I'm a trained assassin, and the government has turned against me. Oh, you know, I didn't they, know it was one of those. All like, right. They sent me on a mission to kill the other me, you know, and then I right. realized that they're killing all of us. You know, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Same story, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but it's good. Dude, Frank, <laughs> yeah. what, are, what are my standards here? What? You I guys mean, have gotten me to the point where my only standard is watchable or unwatchable watchable or unwatchable <laughs> right can yeah. i sit down and watch it for two hours i would also right. say that hinges on how many lesbian parents are in the uh plot zero lesbian parents <laughs> zero lesbian parents okay watchable zero lesbian right? parents yeah, okay. it's a very watchable movie you know who's in it who i think this has got to be like his first appearance outside of uh was he he's like attached to like paramount or whatever but um, uh, who's that older guy? Bad Santa. Oh, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I haven't in seen it. him in a long time, man. Because he was like, he was on that show, and he was like contracted with like uh, nah, Paramount or one of those Billy guys. must be uh, <clears throat> he he must be a conservative and probably doesn't get a lot of action and stays quiet. I would just yeah, great point. That's a good point. He's quiet. You know what? Guy. That makes sense because the movie, I, I was I, I was dying to know because 
I was like, okay, this is just a movie version of Terminal List, right? Oh, right. <laughs> so let me go to the Rotten Tomatoes. 91 <laughs> amongst the people. <laughs> 43 on the critics. Um, so, okay, yeah, that, that seems about are right. We at a point, Terminal. Are we at a point now where you're like, okay, I'm either going to make this movie for the people or for the critics to praise? Well, uh, it I guess it depends on what. I think. How could we be? How could we be so disconnected? Aren't the critics supposed to be like? They're like our, you know, they're like the the Nancy Pelosi's and the Chuck <laughs> Schumer's and the, you know. The critics are journalists, and the journalists the, the, are paid, and they're hacked. They're supposed to. They're supposed to be like the in-between between us and the movie industry, Yeah, but right? so what I think is going on here, with especially uh, with these critics, is, and with the uh, tomato meter, right, on Rotten Tomatoes, if Chris yeah. Pratt's in it, it's going to get a low rating because he's Christian so, and votes Republican, right. and maybe because you know Dude, same with Billy critics, Bob Thornton. Top critics gave his shit 24%. <laughs> that's See, crazy. Yeah, that's... Well, that's because they don't agree with him politically. I could only guess, yeah. especially I think it makes sense if the, uh, what's it called? If if the audience score is so high, that's the biggest. 90s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it, like, unless I dig in deep to his politics and shit, no, the show's entertaining. Right. The movie was entertaining. Yeah. I fucking, I watched it, you know? like it That's interesting. Fine. I've seen a lot of, uh, negative kind of uh things online about it so i'm i'm wondering now maybe it does have something some sort of political hinge or you know level to it you know frank frank was it good was it like the greatest movie of all time is this the godfather of our time (laughs) no right 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 but is it better than anything the fucking rock has put out in the last 20 years it's right right up there speaking right quiet rock has been quite quiet i would say yeah because he doesn't he doesn't know which way to fucking turn. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he's stuck, definitely, uh, between a rock and a hard place, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that hard place is uh, G's boner. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. That was real good. I mean, the last thing that fucker put out was uh, Jungle Cruise or whatever. You know what but I seriously, mean? Seriously, like, he's been out of the mix, I've noticed dude, lately. like, this shit's... Anything John Cena's putting out, anything all these fuckers are putting out, and these people are giving... They're, dude, they're giving them 90% critical reviews. It's like, I mean, what's your... What's your... Yeah, so at right. this point, you're not even criticizing the movie. It's just about <laughs> the people that were hired to, to perform in it. No, I, I think it actually, it's how much do you uh, suckle from the teat of China and then yeah. the shell well, pass. Not just China, the Democratic Party. Well, Mike, I don't see a difference between the two, quite frankly, yeah. lately. <laughs> Talk to Hunter. <laughs> right? Let's ask Hunter how he's doing, man. <laughs> they do have the best crack. That oh I didn't know that but that would make a lot of sense actually yeah best crack and best prostitutes I gotta give it to him he knows how to pick them there's no doubt I'm sure the Chinese are <laughs> <laughs> well luckily for Hunter he's uh he goes for the ladies 
or as far as he knows, they are lady uh, prostitutes, and he hasn't ended up with any uh, male prostitutes because if he had, Mike, it's very possible he could have gotten monkeypox, man. And uh, monkeypox sounds pretty bad. Uh, We should let uh, Amy Goodman drink a glass of water and um, help us, guide us, down the story and pathway of a young man named Andy who... Are we diving down the, the brown hole of monkeypox? Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Pucker up. <laughs> Pucker up. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> He's featured in a new piece in The New Yorker headlined The Agony of an Early Case of Monkeypox. The piece begins, quote, on the evening before Juneteenth, Joseph Osmondson, one of my best friends and a microbiologist at NYU, you got to pay attention. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You got to pay key. attention. It's key. The problem is you can't get five <laughs> seconds into an Amy Goodman quote. Do you notice did you hear how she phrased that? She didn't say on June 18th. On the evening before yes. Juneteenth. So Mike, it's the e- it's Mike the- don't you remember the evening of Juneteenth? <laughs> you and the young ones, you bake the cookies for St. George Floyd. St. George Floyd, he, he comes down the chimney, he robs you, then he punches your pregnant wife in the stomach, right? Frank, down the chimney, who do you, th- who do you think this guy Sorry, is? Sorry, he breaks, breaks in through the window. St. <laughs> George Floyd. On, on, on the eve of Juneteenth. Come on, Mike. We all know the story. The eve, the eve of Juneteenth. Yes. Nobody has ever described the night of June 18th as the eve of June 19th. We all bake our cookies, that. you know, of the cops being shot, <laughs> right? Sometimes, I, you know, I like to bake them for the kids in the shape of an AK. Yes. Some of the shape. Of course. You could do them you in do the AKs <laughs> and the M16s. That way the kids can decide. Do you want to be the criminal who makes your kids, mil- your family millions by being shot? Or do you want to be the cop that goes to jail for shooting the criminal? <laughs> you know, the co- everyone does the burning gingerbread uh, cop house, right? Uh, <laughs> everybody does that. <laughs> Right. My favorite are the fake $20 bill cookies. Yes, George, that's <laughs> right. George, yeah. I put George Face's, uh, f- face, George Floyd's face yeah, on Yeah, that's it, the 12 know? days of George Floyd. You open the little yeah. doors of the thing, and it's just fake $20 bills. And cigarettes. My favorite is day seven when you get the little crack rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Day seven, crack rock day. That's a, Everyone knows that. It's the best one. Crack seven. Uh, oh so yeah, man. the eve of Juneteenth. Oh yeah, we're talking monkeypox here, folks. We're uh, talking monkeypox. <laughs> and this is the, the ordeal ju- of a gay man and what he went through with the. Uh, they had sorry, to throw in the, I can't the say gay man anymore, Mike. I didn't know this. Uh, I have seen this yeah. everywhere now. Well, you're a bigot. So That's okay. right. Yes, let's get that out of the way that. first. Uh, so now it's not gay men. There are none. It's men who have uh, sex with men. Yeah. Everybody says that. Because, Frank, you're a straight man, right? Oh, right. But sometimes, sometimes you have sex with men, right? Oh, yeah. Well, once in a while. Why not? Once in a while, yeah. yeah. I'm feeling know, me, spicy. personally, only on Saturdays. Oh, so a, you know, all right. Oh, yeah. I like to live in it, you know? That's monkeypox night, Mike. Be careful. Right, watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't go looking for it, but sometimes you're in the middle of an orgy. You know oh, how it happens, Oh, yeah, right? man. I'm sure it happens to you all the time. Mike, right? I swing just... every night, dude, right after the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to go swing right after this. Yeah, it's hey, a butthole's a butthole. Who knows whose ass it is? <laughs> <laughs> you smelled one, Mike? You smelled them all. Except Indians. They're smelling Oh, God. No. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. All right, Amy. I'm going to kick this off from the beginning. I think it's crucial that we pay attention to the the details of our friend Andy. He's featured in a new piece in the New Yorker headline, The Agony of an Early Case of Monkeypox. The piece begins, quote, on the evening before Juneteenth, (laughs) Joseph Osmondson, one of my best friends and a microbiologist at NYU, texted me, we think Andy has monkeypox. Two nights earlier, our friend Andy, as I'll call him, had spent Mm. hours hunched over in an emergency room with excruciating rectal pain, only to be refused testing. (laughs) It was his third try in five days. Andy's anal sores were internal for patients to qualify for testing. CDC guidelines require the appearance of lesions on the skin. Osmondson needed help. This is the only time she's hydrated in 25 years. It's because this section took like 45 takes for Amy. They couldn't do it live. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to pre-take this one. I can't do it with a straight face. Give me a lot of water, please. Do do, do I have to say anal lesions inside the... (laughs) How many times do I have to say rectal? Five? Five times? Oh, my God. He's not a gay man. He got these lesions inside his asshole. (laughs) Mysteriously. (laughs) They were actually found quite deep. Uh... (laughs) Right at about six and a half inches. Uh... Zero to six and a half inches, full of sores. Nothing beyond that, uh, luckily for Andy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Andy, oh, no, we're sorry. Guy, we're a... sorry. We found one at eight inches, which means it must have been an Italian. They oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or uh, it was either that or Lori Lightfoot. We haven't confirmed yet. That's <laughs> we, right. we just know it was from Chicago. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We cannot uh, confirm nor deny it was a lesbian, but we'll be back to it. Yeah. Uh, we just don't know how the language works these days. Uh, so this is a guy in New York, PhD or whatever, studying and working in a PhD place, right? And uh, he gets the monkey uh, packs. Okay. The piece in the New Yorker. Tell us where you went from there, and in the process, explain what monkeypox is. Yeah, I'll actually start with the second part. Monkeypox is not a new virus, and this is sort of why our community has been so frustrated by the lack of urgency to get us the tools we need to care for ourselves and each other and to prevent this virus. Monkeypox was discovered in 1958 in animal. Okay, so nobody cares now. Yeah. 1958? <laughs> This this came out in 1958, and I love where he's about to take this in the next four seconds. Most, and was shown in 1970 to exist in humans. Mm. It's a virus that's related to smallpox, 
Um, you mentioned earlier that it's not deadly. Uh, it's not very often <laughs> oh, deadly. Oh, okay. So can everyone Flip shut channel. up? Yeah. Like the channel. Yeah. Story's well, over. Uh, 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 the Cubs are pushing for 500. That's right. <laughs> they just swept the Phillies. Come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it to ESPN Sports. And... I so I just want to be clear. Right now we're talking about quote unquote Andy's uh, anal uh, herpes that he has going on right now. This is news. You're dedicating Amy Goodman. You're dedicating 15 minutes of your show to this. No, not only that. Not only that. You know where you lost every heterosexual man. <laughs> I don't think you have it. There's, it's not in the democracy now thing, but every man who has monkeypox right right the average of the in the last month has had five sexual partners oh no straight man has had five sexual partners no. <laughs> not even in their lifetime come on man <laughs> i don't think i had five in this millennium oh man, get out of here <laughs> we gotta go back to the 90s yeah get out. it's impossible now I don't even believe this thing exists. Yeah. Five partners? It's <laughs> <laughs> no, just the people that go to like the orgies and shit, man. Yeah, no, that's why it's so gross sounding. And uh, it's gross. First, first of all, I wanted to say this. I thought for a minute that this was Andy, right? And he wrote like an op-ed about his experience, right? Oh, I never thought about that. That's possible. It floats Whoa. in my head. It floats in my head still. Outbreak so far this year, there have been five deaths, all of them in the endemic region uh, in, between Congo and Nigeria. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Similar to smallpox, but less uh, less dangerous. But less it, it causes oh pockmarks all over the body, high fever. The 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 lesions can be in the throat or on the mouth. Uh, inside the <laughs> anus and rectum, they are excruciatingly <laughs> painful, and the course of infection typically lasts. <laughs> oh, no, dude, two to four. Yeah. You can't, I can't take this seriously. I can't take it seriously. Yeah. Why would it be isolated to your mouth and your butthole? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I've, I've, I have never had something that I had to worry about it affecting my mouth and my butthole yeah. <laughs> in, in my life. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, man, try here? like washing your hands before you, you know, after you shit and before you eat some food, right? That might help you out a little bit. Or, well, we know what's going or on. Or stop Mike. sucking dick and fuck, getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> He's putting his face downstairs. That's what's happening. <laughs> Hey, look, and I'm not judging. <laughs> to each his own. If you enjoy it, go for it. But just be mindful that this is going on. And this poor guy, Andy, I feel terrible for him. Oh, sorry. We never even got to Andy. Oh, he was talking about Andy the whole time. But, Mike, oh, it doesn't yeah. even matter. I found yeah. Andy on CNN. Kyle no. Plank is recovering from monkeypox. His name's Kyle. Kyle what? Plank is recovering from monkeypox. He started feeling sick in June, was diagnosed up. in early July, and he's joining us now. Kyle, it's good to have you here. Thank you for coming in. Well, thanks so much for having me. You're fully recovered now, right? I am, yes, thankfully. Any residual issues? Yeah. Um, not really. I, mean, I have a little bit of scar tissue where some of the lesions were, yeah. um, but that's slowly going away over time, and I'm hopeful. In that your butthole! <laughs> 
wait till you hear the description of what he does, man. It's gonna fucking kill you. I know it's him. I know this is the same guy. That's who they're talking about. It has to be. There's no way. There's no way, dude. There's no I mean, way. Listen, listen. There's no way I'm gonna let the world talk about my anal fissures if I don't have, you know. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna make some money off of it. <laughs> my my first point is media and uh, legacy media and journalism they're incestuous, so it's all the snake eating itself. So it's possible the guy so Andy is it's made up, and then these are guys who are just all sharing similar stories, right? But yeah, I, just I think find Andy it, was probably made up. Andy was a PhD yeah. or whatever dude, and all this stuff, right? And here goes Kyle learned you had monkeypox. Yeah, so I actually work in the infectious diseases space. I'm a PhD candidate doing research. Hey, uh, so with that and being a gay Whoa. man in New York City, I feel like gay I man, was, monkeypox was on my mind a little bit more than your I call Andy. Average person, perhaps. <laughs> um, so I was aware that it was happening in Europe. And after Pride, when I started to feel sick, I came down with some symptoms, right some Pride. generic flu-like symptoms. And hey, I was worried yo. that I had COVID. Uh, but in the back of my mind, I was like, perhaps this is something else. Perhaps this is monkeypox. And then a few days later was when the spots started to appear all over my body. And I, I know like, we have some pictures yeah. of these spots. Can you describe a little bit more how they differ from other rashes, yeah. other blisters? Yeah, so the, the progression moved really quickly. So they, they looked almost like pimples when they first appeared. Um, and then they turned into what they call pustules pretty much oh, by the end yeah. of the first day. They started in my arms and my hands, but they spread all over my trunk and my legs at that point. And trunk. I also had some internal lesions on mm. my mucous membranes that were super, super painful. Yeah, it sounds so painful. <laughs> where, How would you describe that? Because membranes? you have said it was like the most oh, tell you. pain you've ever experienced. In it life. was. It definitely was. For about a week, I had extremely severe pain. It was like a burning sort of pain that just wouldn't go away. Where, uh, where would you say this burning sensation you were uh, feeling? Like, what location of your body there, Kyle? Uh, listen, even with listen, her name was Jenny. I was with her, too. You need some penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> We're interviewing gay dudes about their STDs that they're getting after they bang a bunch of dudes over the weekend. <laughs> Stripper in Texas. So I, I find this all so funny, Mike. When you sent me that clip, dude, dude you killed what me, man. The fuck and is I was this? just, well, you, we were uh, going back and forth over the Democracy Now clip. And then I finally uh, finished it up and I just hit monkey pox in the search into um, uh, YouTube. And I wanted to see if there's some Fauci. You know, I love to get a little Fauci out there. And this was the first thing that popped up and I just hit it, just check it out. And I was like, holy shit, that's the exact same story that I just heard. So do yeah. I think this guy's Andy that the dude on Democracy oh. Now! is talking about? No. What I think is they have a script and they're going around whoever it is, right? The uh, institution, uh, right? The CIA, FBI, could be Ray Epps. Uh <laughs> <laughs> They're going around. No, the journalists, right? They have a script. They all do. We've realized this since well before COVID, but COVID was, you know, the most obvious. And they're running a script, dude. And I find it so funny that I just happened to click an, a, a random CNN clip on monkeypox, and it is almost identical with the <laughs> one exception of the guy's name. 
And Andy and Kyle, same amount of letters, pretty easy to put together, in my opinion. That is, it's a coincidence. I'll give you that. Quite, quite the coincidence. Quite, yeah, New York. Same PhD, day, too. That clip is from today. With, That's what I'm saying. With PhD, yeah, you're New York right. gay pride parade. You get monkeypox. Come on, you're literally, you're signaling I, to a specific population. Yeah. Our, our, product, our, our crew. Better than CNN. Finally. We got one guy. On his, Maybe we'll get a razor After here. his job. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. And that's right. That is the ridiculous diarrhea garbage that they are feeding us, man. And it's so funny. Like, all you have to do is just a couple searches, and you can literally... See, we just heard it. Those are verbatim, almost the same stories. No, no, I, Frank, I think you nailed it, man. And so, hey, by the way, if you the, uh, and this was on the case <laughs> with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Jack. <laughs> God damn, you're good, man. That was good. That was good. I knew you would like that, man. Yeah, dude, damn. There was something fishy about that. I, I was listening to the majority of that Democracy Now! episode, and here's the thing. I actually catch Democracy Now! on TV. That's right, people. I'm a millennial, and I watch cable <laughs> television. She's, they're it's actually true. on PBS. Well, I watch cable television. It's true. PBS, <laughs> PBS is not cable. <laughs> Mike, I watch all the channels in the 600 plus. That all is cable in my mind. So I want people to understand this. Mike and I. Mike, it came from that magic box. No, under look, my here's, TV. here's my theory. Cable. I think this is a sound theory. You're going to like where this comes from here. So all our lives, we had TV all the way through maybe until what? June, like a midway high school. We finally got cable, right? Maybe yeah. after, what, when did we finally get just cable? And we didn't even have the internet. <clears throat> right, do you remember that? No, we, <laughs> Or we had the dial-up, but uh, we... <laughs> we got the internet like 2004. Right. So we grew up at a time when uh, I had friends who had cable and satellite dish. And we, oh, yes. we, had, we were watching Fox 32. No, dude. Back then, there was no like sports package or nothing. Like, if you had satellite, oh, that's what I'm saying, was, man. That, like that was like you had everything. You had all the football channels. Do you remember pay per view when we were growing up? Anyone with pay per view uh, and like the Tyson fight was going on? That everybody Frank, was at that didn't house. Didn't even have, dude. We didn't even have like the like we couldn't even buy pay per view. We had five like, channels no growing way, up. I, I tell yeah, this to me all. No five channels, to even man. Send us pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> the technology didn't exist in our home to receive that information and that data. That's what I'm saying. There were people with DSL at that time, and we were literally still logged. We had to unplug the phone to plug in the internet. Yeah. Dude, no, remember when uh, the Bulls, like, that's why we went to, we would go to, like, family houses for the Bulls game. Everything. We were in Salt Lake. I did all my television. <laughs> because it was like they were, yeah. All our awesome TV viewing took place at other people's rich other houses, houses where they had cable. Yeah, cable, dude. Cable was just, for me, cable was 
It was cable and air conditioning. If if I could grow up someday to have cable and air conditioning, I it, I had lived a successful uh, we had, life. We had air conditioning, but it had a limit. That's you what I'm saying. No, 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 you don't understand. No, no, you had we had air conditioning from from like 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Right? Uh, there was a limit. Man. There was a limit. It didn't go below 72. No, and then you the windows came. Yeah, that's you right. Were happy. You know, talk about real life rich person in our minds, right? AC <laughs> and fucking cable, dude. I'm talking cable. Like, this is, I'm telling you, this is my obsession with it. When we got cable, when we moved in, I said, um, she asked me what I wanted. And I, I was like, I need HBO and uh, the sports package. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and I said, I don't care how much it costs. I want the sports package and HBO because growing up, all yeah. the cool kids had HBO and the sports packages yeah. or whatever, and we never had that shit. It was whatever. If the game happened to be on WGN, we caught the game on WGN or national Dude, That's why television. you know... I, I'm telling you, man. That's why when I went into the Army, you knew a po- you knew who was a poor Midwestern kid because <laughs> yeah. they were a fucking Cubs fan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because they are on WGN. WGN. <laughs> you could know I mean? always well, catch a game. That's why I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah, I'm for fucking, sure. It's not because I grew up on the north side. I wasn't even in the city. I was in the suburbs, dude, but I was poor. So we got WGN. That's right, Mike. And you know what, man? Dude, it was my dream to someday sit in my AC house and uh, pay for my MLB package and watch the Cubs out of state. And I'm, I do it. That's right, I do it. Yeah. And, I got, I'm, and I'm broke at the same time, but I do it. It's amazing. Well, it's worth it. It's worth it. Live the highlight. I think you should always enjoy when you can. And uh, Yo, speaking of Chicago teams, man, fucking Bears are leaving Chicago, bro. This is crazy. I didn't get a clip for it. Uh, no, I want... you don't even need a clip. It's all over local news. I, that's my favorite I, stuff. I don't clip. think... I, dude, I didn't even know, but I guess, I, I guess a lot of people didn't either. So Lori Lightfoot did this proposal, right? Yeah, I saw that. She put out. Did you see that shit? They're like, yeah. we'll spend, we'll spend two billion dollars. Yes, to keep, two billion to keep you in Chicago. Billion mm-hmm. with a B. That's we'll right. Keep you in Chicago. We'll put a dome over the stadium. We'll fucking build these like a place across the street. You know, across Lakeshore Drive. They said they came out and said we can't even talk. We're already under contract hmm. for Arlington Heights. That's <laughs> they're already under contract. Dude. Yeah. Holy shit! They, you know what they? I told you it was happening. We, uh, I mentioned it to you about a month ago that it was quietly a done deal. Oh, dude! But you know what they cited as the reasons? I love Two it. Two reasons: cultural shifts and crime. Wow. That is, what, what do we, can you, can you sum up better two things we've talked about? You know what I mean? Like, wow. <laughs> Cultural yeah. shifts. I'm curious about that one because the crime I thought was obvious. And honestly, I mean, it was the crime. I thought it was the crime. <laughs> and the crime no, was everywhere. Th- dude. What I think it, what I think that means is the Bears were here in the '80s and the '90s. Man, they saw crime. The Bears were here in the '70s. Yeah, you're they right. Know Chicago yeah. crime. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What they never saw before was just this openness. Like, no, this is okay. This is fine. This is good. 
the kids running the streets, stealing cars and robbing stores. Yeah. This is fine. Um, Mike, you go woke, you go broke, man. Yeah, this then is you lose the Bears. Chicago is this is no different than Elon leaving California, right? California, and what did Gavin yeah. Newsom famously say? Where are you going to go? Well, he went to Texas, and yeah. Lori Lightfoot, right now on her knees begging for uh oh, and offering God. two billion to stay because she knows if when the bears leave <laughs> it dude it's over for the city at that point because you know the socks are gonna leave then yeah you know why she's you know why she's begging because citadel was the biggest i guess they were the biggest company here still and they're leaving no it's massive money loss i i it's, believe now the yeah. what you're gonna see now because the who wants to even go near the south side at this point so uh, obviously well, dude, the bulls and blackhawks are gonna leave at some point well dude you know what they're all talking about is we can't get workers it's not even about like fans nobody wants to come work at this place where you're gonna leave at night when it's dark at two in the morning and you might get robbed right <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah no it, i think there's a lot of elements to it and yeah the culture part really, I, I find very fascinating. I you the know. fact they threw that in there was really interesting, huh? Well, because a, it's a very like uh, specific thing to say. So my question to you is: Bears move to Arlington Heights. Tickets more expensive, less expensive, more affordable, maybe. I'm wondering. I, to be. I don't know. I, I bet you. Are, so are they I, building this a new stadium? I, is that what they're doing? Yeah. Can I say I think it's going to be both? Mm -hmm. The problem with Soldier Field was like you were kind of limited to the size, and yeah. uh, I think if they go out there, they build a huge stadium. I think yeah. now you can have cheaper seats, mm -hmm. and you can have more expensive. You can have sky, you know, oh, yeah. mo a more a, a bigger array of sky boxes. Oh, and they better do a dome. You know. Yeah, they're doing a dome for sure. They are? Okay, yeah. I would say you have to do a dome, man. Like, Well, I'm assuming because that's what Lori Lightfoot was like. We'll build a $2 billion dome. <laughs> Did you see what they built in <laughs> Dallas, dude? The Cowboys play in like a, a cathedral, like this massive yeah. monumental structure. It's really insane. And like... You're talking about Joe Osteen's next home? <laughs> yeah, that's right. His next theater. <laughs> Joel Osteen. I'm uh, excited for the bull or the Bears to move out there, and again, I think this just opens the doorway for the rest of the teams to leave, with the exception. I wouldn't. Of, I wouldn't be surprised you see them like expand Rosemont, like you said, and you see the Bulls and the and the Blackhawks go out there. I don't see any profitability in being in the South Side of Chicago for the next five ten years. No, and maybe longer. And why not take the chance now? uh and find a location somewhere further out a lot of places do it uh it it's honestly if you can do that you can set up a situation where it's easier to park and tailgate there's a lot of positives well, that's, what they, they, that's what they talked about chicago was how many acres they have to develop i mean uh arlington heights yeah exactly so you can build a stadium you're right off the highway and mm -hmm. you could put in an incredible park you're here. right off the metro as well Right off the metro, yeah, it's right there. It could actually roll into yeah. the stadium. <laughs> like a metro stop in the new Soldier Field. It is actually it's a, it's a genius move 
on their part. I don't know why nobody why they didn't do it sooner. No, you're right. Maybe uh, it didn't seem uh, feasible because it didn't make as much sense. But I think now it makes the most sense, honestly. And well, I think horse racing kind of died, so the the property value probably went down to that place. You know. Yeah, horse racing isn't uh, as huge as it was. Kind of weird. Nah. <laughs> Oh man, well I I'm happy for Arlington Heights. Uh that's a really good boost in revenue. Uh hopefully it doesn't bring in crime. I feel like that kind of follows kind of things like this because you'll probably get a lot more gambling and whatnot, but more than anything, I think uh, it's just gonna a good time. It's gonna make Arlington Heights a bigger mini city. And maybe that's what Illinois needs, right? Is like yeah. a another no, no, smaller, no, Frank, bigger it's city. Be, <laughs> it's because Chicago's becoming Detroit. It is. I, I've quoted. No, you're dude, right. I've coined it. I've coined it. Shit, Detroit. Shit, except C H I T R O. You know, yeah, we're just yeah. like Detroit, except we have no excuse. Oh, Detroit man. had an excuse. The motor companies left. All right, all the automotive industry left. I get it. You were the motor capital. Great. Wow. Chicago was just like, no, nah, we just took a shit and decided <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna turn this into shit Troy. So now the suburbs are fucking booming. Yeah, I imagine um well, white flight, yeah. dude. It's white flight, right? That's what always it's happens. White flight. Yeah. yeah. You can <laughs> see the democratic uh, the demographic shift already. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So I imagine uh traffic is uh thinning out a little no, bit. It's no, it's unbelievable it's because right? now everybody's <laughs> got to go home to the suburbs. Yeah, I keep saying it, dude. The traffic downtown is is nothing but the the highways parking lot. Pretty soon, Mike, uh, they'll all be uh, gone, right? And then uh, we'll have free <laughs> traffic. Hopefully, hopefully monkeypox will take him off. How did we get onto that from monkeypox? It doesn't matter, Mike, uh, because there'll be a vaccine for it. Everyone will take it. and They're already... Oh, did you see that shit in New York where they were like, the they line? ran out of vaccine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sure they're made by Deborah Burks, actually. This is uh, Deborah Burks. <laughs> well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once Paxlovid. we get through this wave during mm. that law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we Boost. do believe it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And Say I think what? we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will. But let's be very clear. <laughs> 50% of the people who died from the Omicron surge were older, vaccinated. So that's... Whoa. Yeah. Um, so she admitted right there that the vaccines never worked. And they knew. Yeah, but who, 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 who is she? Who is she speaking for? 
She's Deborah Burks, Mike. Uh, she's speaking for the uh, United States of America, I believe. <laughs> oh, you know. Um, the reason this is a slightly. So I mean, they've already admitted that it doesn't stop the spread. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. But there's, they're still holding on to the. It it's it stops or it slows the uh, death rate. I believe if I listened to that correctly. Sorry, she's... man, I couldn't. I couldn't hear. There was so much noise going on over here. I had to. Oh, you got a little action over there. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. I couldn't hear the whole clip. <laughs> Should we do it again? No. You know what we'll do? I'll tell you what we're gonna do, Mike. It doesn't matter what yeah. she said to you. Is. I think I, I think you're right. Cause she said fifty percent died that were they were older. She just but they said had the, the vaccine shot, doesn't right? work. All right, yeah. and I think they're. Uh, I think the rats are fleeing the shit. So the people are now admitting, no, 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 we never said, yeah, a hundred percent. We didn't even think it would work. Right? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> right? They're they're yeah, at that point like, no, 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 we didn't even we didn't even believe in it. <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable that they went from 100% safe and effective to, whoa, whoa, Frank, you took the shot? Whoa! It's experimental. What were you thinking, no, man? No, 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 no. Nobody said you had to. That's right, Mike. And do you know why I love the Burks clip? Because we never got to it. I kind of wasn't going to do it, but I just wanted to toss it out as a little taste for uh, what's coming uh, to our friend's way. This, which is politics. I know one of your least favorite subjects here. Uh, Senator Rand Paul, a Republican, uh, and some Republicans are talking about what they might do if they retake the House or the Senate in the fall. Senator Rand Paul says of the Republicans, if they retake the House, one way or another, if we are in the majority, we will subpoena his, your records, and he will testify oh, yeah. in the Senate under oath. Uh, your reaction to Rand Paul and others saying they're going to investigate yeah. you if they take power. Well, there's there's no reason there to do is. that, but if they want to go ahead, my records are an open book. They are talking about things that are really bizarre, John, like crimes against democracy by shutting down the government. All I have ever done, and go back and look at everything I've ever done, was to recommend so common sense, good CDC recommended public health policies oh, that have saved fucking... millions of lives. Oh, if you want to investigate for me... Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, and how about the 4,000 beagles that we rescued uh, that you were about to torture? Any comment? Uh, <coughs> <laughs> I didn't hear, is it just me? What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Dude, did you hear him? He's feisty. <laughs> no, Whoa. what happened? What happened to Rand Paul? You don't know what you're talking about. Now you're... Uh, well, if you got to look into it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, man. Come on, how funny is that? He's like a <laughs> It's like a little mouse caught in the corner. Tiny little boxing gloves on, you know? No, but it, 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 he went from He went from Ram Hall, you don't know what you're talking about yeah. to Well, if you need to look into it, I just I just followed the CDC. Just... It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. Named Dashek. He's over there. <laughs> D A 
ass. Uh, Shick. Martha, get the plane ticket. Get it. <laughs> Plan to go to Fiji, November nineteenth. No, no, no relation. <laughs> I know what is it? Eighth, November eighth. I mix up January twentieth. No, that's fine. I mean, he has until January to get out. So, Jan- <laughs> yeah, January nineteenth. That's January nineteenth. Perfect time to go. Oh man, so funny. I freaking love that. So Burks is out there over the weekend, right? She comes out and she goes, Look, we knew they never worked. What are you guys talking about? Like, get out of here. But take some more. Yeah, it might help you out. It might help you. If it doesn't work, take some Paxlovid. Come on. You know, like she's out there peddling this garbage. But pretending like, no, no, I never said it worked. And then now Fauci's out there, he's like Look, I never said to take these shots. I just said I'm uh, following <laughs> CDC guidelines. Uh, so they're both Burks and Fauci right now. They're sitting. They're sitting next to each other with the "I'm with stupid" uh, yeah. shirt, and it's pointing at each other. Dude, that's so funny. It's I literally put two and two together. It's literally what's happening. They're both blaming the CDC, but they are the CDC. You like are, they are. You- they're, they were following your lead. I'm sorry, but I was uh, just following myself. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, <laughs> what the fuck the are you CDC is about? gonna say we were just following China, and then China's <laughs> gonna be like, "Well, we were just following Fauci. That's what we pay him for." Right? <laughs> <laughs> I like the long row of people pointing to the right, right, and like it just keeps going, and it's like Fauci, China, Russia. It all goes back to Zelensky, actually, in the end, you know? It goes all the way around, and then right back then, the TV screen pops on, and it's just... The pandemic has put on hold lives Get of millions of people around the world. Shut up, Zelensky! <laughs> Do fight COVID. Uh, 900 billion. <laughs> we need peace from COVID. <laughs> Every time that guy comes on the screen, it's just more money. It is. What's doing with it? So that's what I love about so what's going COVID's on. COVID's over for sure. COVID's the vaccines over. Failed. That's primetime news now. Vaccines failed, and all the rats are jumping ship. And uh, Mike, uh, I'm nonpartisan. I'm impartial. I am in the middle. I when I say rats, I say all the rats. We have to abolish all COVID mandates and lockdowns, rehire every patriot who was shamefully fired from the military with an apology. We have to give them an apology and all of their back pay. You know what, though? If Trump had a backbone and got rid of Fauci and Burks, none of this would have happened. And so I have a hard time believing this guy, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, why didn't you fire Fauci? Yeah, you know what? Ultimately, I think history will look poorly on Trump for how he handled dealing with Burks I, and I Fauci, who f- are rats fleeing the ship right now. And he you thought know Fauci what? would help him win the election. 
Mike, they're going to blame Operation Warp Speed on one man and one man only. The guy who puts his name on his stakes, his wine, his women, his buildings, it's Trump. His name is all over the vaccine. He's boasted about it himself. And now he's yeah. going out there yeah, right now and saying, he's... I'll never yeah. mandate. Dude, you it was that shit was mandated while you were being while you were in office. They were mandating this shit everywhere. You had an opportunity what... to stop it. Yeah. That's why DeSantis is gonna take him. Rats, dude, fleeing the ship. Trump, no different, unfortunately. I thought his four years were way better than these two currently. But he is also trying to jump ship from the vaccine, honestly. And it's messed up because right now it's more obvious than ever that the vaccine is what ca- is causing a lot of health issues you, around the world. Yeah, do you think people are really starting to notice? Because I know like we've been talking about it forever. A lot of people have been talking about it, but... Do you think it's really starting to get out? Like, people are starting to notice people are dying. A lot yeah. of actors dying. Yeah, I think it's becoming know? very, uh, very obvious, honestly. Here's Tucker. On this channel, just the other day, Tony Fauci, no less than Tony Fauci, admitted in public that actually we have no idea what effect the COVID vaccines might have on women's fertility, on their menstrual cycle. Mm. Wait a second. <laughs> Remember when suggesting that could get you bound? Tucker. <laughs> dude literally that was bullshit not too long ago you were uh god that's crazy First off of twitter and facebook because as a conspiracy theorist well it turns out it's true here's tony fauci there's been a, yeah. a number of studies new york yeah. times just did one about um, sure. menstruating cycles and how that is affected by vaccines yeah, though, well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that oh, man, seems to be quite transient and, and temporary. That's the point. That's oh, one of the points. Transient. We need to study like it the more. Fucking, uh, oh, my God. Oh, we need to study it more. <laughs> we need to study it more. It's just like human fertility, reproducing the species, the most important <laughs> event in most people's lives. We need to study it more. Oh, but it's too late. We just forced millions yeah. Yeah, man. of women to take that drug. Sorry. This is not So how did they release a vaccine and then make it mandatory when they didn't understand the long-term effects of the drug? I think that's a huge, huge thing to be on national television. Uh, yeah, dude. I got more of it, but it's, it's a long clip. I didn't get a chance to really clip it down. But he, he goes into in-depth about the uh, menstrual issues. and Not only the menstrual issues, dude. One of the, one of the things that kills me is there, there's countries around the world that are banning the vaccine based off of the the VAERS data. Oh yeah, which it's is not uh, even is, accurate, dude. Well, <laughs> it's not, crazy. One, one very it, underreported. That's what I'm saying. Underreported, yeah. But two, that's our data. <laughs> like that's our fucking system. You're right. Uh, other countries are banning it based off of the adverse reactions happening in our country that we don't know about. Nobody can talk about that, that, dude. This is something's going on here. Something happened. Well, don't you find it interesting? We got Burks going out there over the weekend saying no, didn't think it would work. We got Fauci out there saying, "Hey, I was just following orders, just following orders." And now, yeah, right. And now we have Tucker Carlson. I didn't build the chambers. I just marched them (laughs) in. Oh my god, man! (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then we got Tucker on. Tucker is the highest 
rated the number one watched cable television news show. He's out there now on mainstream reporting there are overwhelming adverse reactions and reports of these vaccines causing incredible harm and death to people worldwide. But let's just even talk about America and here in this country. It's causing some serious damage. We're having issues, and nobody wants. Oh, nobody can serious. talk about it, and that it's really crazy. Honestly, the fertility thing is really weird, dude. We've entered a child of men, well, children of men. What's well, that movie? I think this children is all, Mike. I think this is all eugenics. I've been kind of uh, reading up on it and listening to a few other podcasts about it, and I'm telling you, uh, eugenics was really, really popular in America. Apparently, like in the uh, 30s. And then uh, this guy came along in the 40s and he made eugenics and population control <laughs> not as popular. Uh, you guys may have heard of him. His name was uh, Adolf Hitler. He was a huge fan <laughs> of eugenics. I'm not kidding. He, he got his... Yeah, Fauci, Hitler. I've gone by many names. <laughs> <laughs> Same demon, different face. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the eugenics program and that are like all those ideas came out of America and went over to Germany and uh, Hitler was a huge fan of it and he used it as a basis for a lot of his ideas. And uh, I, I mean, it lost a lot of popularity here after uh, World War II for, you know, Various reasons. I don't want to go into depth <laughs> about those reasons at all, but you know, a few. There's a few reasons why one or two. One it became two. not as popular, so they had to kind of adapt and come up with new concepts to introduce or make people, uh, say, uh, you know, interested in it and, and population control. And so, dude, that's why abortion such a huge. Why you know when you really think about why people are so obsessed with abortion and. Uh, Dude, I I never understood the theory about like they literally taught it in one sociology one hundred and one. The theory was you made abortion legal, so literally, the, literally they would say not like they would use better words, but they would literally say abortion became illegal in the eighties or legal in the eighties, so black women killed their babies and then crime went down. <laughs> oh my god, man! I don't know. Did you ever like that? Was literally the theory. Well, it, like the, because because er, abortion is legal, the crime went down. Look, Mike, it was because I'm unwanted babies. You, this were, stuff, you know, yeah, no, this stuff had serious traction in America before the '40s. Before uh, Hitler took a lot of these ideas, the gas chambers, for instance. Uh, there was a there's just a lot of concepts out there that were geared towards trimming the population down. There were like uh, ideas for programs where you could voluntarily sterilize yourself and get payment from the government for it. You know, like there, there was a lot, a lot of concepts out there to, to just get people to, once they realize, well, we can't march them into the chamber because that's wrong. Uh, we're going to try to get them to march themselves into the chamber. Did you ever look at the dude that did all those lobotomies in America? No. <laughs> no. They were, like, trying to push lobotomies on Americans. Like, Yeah, no, this is part guy... of the program, dude. Yeah, yes. there was a guy who, like, in one day did, like, a thousand. Wow. He would, like, roll up to... Yeah, he would, like, <laughs> dude, he would, like, roll up to your city, and people would come from all over to get their kids and shit 
lobotomized. Man, that's part of depopulation, yeah. dude. They're yeah. all about it. You think they've been doing this forever? Like, oh, you dude, really you could go back. Just a continuation. Yes, yeah. yes, I believe there is an elite class of society who. Inherent, they always believe they believe they need to stop uh so they need to stop idiocracy in their minds they need to stop the Hi, right mike what do i what did i talk about in the previous episode about uh my idea for the highway i'm no different i'm a car eugenicist if you will or a traffic eugenicist <laughs> uh i want to eliminate the stupid from the highway right well the yeah. elites they want to just eliminate the stupid period that that's where they want to take it so Look, you can't get rid of all of them though. You got to keep the the working class. You know, I listened to this thing and it was from like wait, it, it was a really old recording and it was one of the champions of the eugenics uh, programs, eugenicist programs, like from the early days before uh, Hitler and whatnot. And one of the key groups that he identified, literally one of the first ones, Mike. I'm not kidding, as being one of the like uh groups that they want to eliminate from the gene pool uh was southern italians he didn't say italians he said what? southern italians in the mix yeah, of the big, yeah. i tell you man they always hate the guys with the big dick it's big man. dick what... eradication <laughs> it's so they could keep promoting their supposed big dick energy mike you know they big yeah, dickism. yeah yeah big exactly dickism. Yeah. they're they're uh they're dickists that's what they are dickists <laughs> Anti-dickites, I believe. How dare you? How dare you have a eight-inch dick? You know? I get it. They're jealous. Neanderthal. Hey, I'm not arguing where it came from. I'm just saying it's good to have. You know? Typical cave dweller. Hey, 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 what are you going to do? All right. <laughs> so my place are yours, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a dude? Sorry, no monkey pox allowed, fella. <laughs> <laughs> no lady fellas here. Oh, lady fella callback. <laughs> yeah. Great word for it. Lady fella. That's right. Fellas and ladies, uh, you ever in a situation with uh, someone else? You don't know what you're getting into there? Drop the lady fella. See how they react. I think it'll help you out. You might instantly know what you're dealing with in the moment. Always go with lady fella. Yeah, always because... They, they used to fuck me up in the military, dude. I can't tell you how many times I got fucked up with that. Where I would call a woman, sir. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, uh, Mike, I, you have no idea as a guy who worked in bars for 10 years in uh, Denver and Boulder, Colorado area... Do you know how many lesbians I have called sir in my day? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but at a bar, uh, they can't do anything. In the army, it was like, they were very happy that you called them sir. Oh, but right. they had to make a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, you know. You're fighting a lesbian? You ever hear of qualifying? <laughs> oh, no. Like, I love it. Like a, co- like a koala bear? Oh, yeah. They make you hug a tree like a koala bear, you know? Wow. Except you're upside down. <laughs> oh, my God. So they, like, literally make two of your buddies help you. And they, like, put you, like, five feet up in this tree, like, just hanging on like a koala bear to this trunk. Yeah. 
That sounds horrendous. I had to do it for so long because I called this fucking lady a sir. Wow. I kept doing it. I had like a three-minute conversation. I called her sir so many times. I was, you know, he was an officer. Wow. Uh, Well, I could see where... (laughs) I understand with that, man. I'm not going to mess with that. In my defense, she was like six feet tall, short hair. I mean, what are you going to do? That's quite manly. Like Brittany Griner almost. Yeah. Yeah, And the dress blues, you could tell who's who. But, you know, in the regular ACUs, it was, you know. Yeah. I get it. That's right. You're you're camouflaged, bitch. Same in Boulder, Colorado. Might come out here. Um, you don't know who's uh, wearing the blue hair with the uh, funky uh, nose piercing, and uh, <laughs> could be a fat what? dude, or it could be, uh, you know. <laughs> no. What is that man? That's like a uniform of that. Have group. you noticed that blue the hair, hair, the blue hair? Yeah, it's yeah. it is, and and a the symbol. gender, like the non-conforming or whatever. I get it because I don't know what you are. You're either a very ugly girl or a dude in trouble. (laughs) You're a dude who's about to have a hard life. Yeah, you're probably one of the dudes with the other fat chicks protesting in front of Matt Gates' house over the abortion rulings, right? That's a... (laughs) 